That's one way to pronounce things. There's only one way yeah, to pronounce anything. But there's there, there, and there. Yeah, that's one way to pronounce yeah. both. All tomato, tomato. No. <laughs> potato, potato. Who ghibli, says ghibli, who, ghibli? Who says tomato? I don't know. I've seen people do it. You've seen, You've seen people yeah. do it. I read their lips. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what am I saying right now? I didn't hear it. <laughs> no, look at me. I'm going to mouth it. Oh, I, I'm really bad at reading lips. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't tell. That's why I think they say tomato. Oh, <laughs> interesting. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Thanks. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Prince. Here's Gourlami. So, uh, hey guys, 100 episodes. Welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. Uh, my name is Ian. My name is Kenny. And this is Paul Damien. This is our 100th episode. Well, it's y'all's 100th episode. Mm, You're here in spirit. Yours, yeah. yours by default as yeah, well. Exactly. Okay, I guess. We're not celebrating I'm not the gonna, second time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do the math and figure out what your 100th episode is. Whoa. I'm just as important. <laughs> you should figure it out and bring like a little party popper for yourself on that yeah. episode. <laughs> I think it would be kind of, I would actually get like a big one. Yeah. Confetti everywhere in this room. I kind of would love that. That would be kind of fun. Okay. You wouldn't be mad about it? No. Okay. What if I face it specifically at Kenny? It'd be funny. That's fine. I'd laugh. I'd at, be like, ooh, ha I would take it on willingly. That's kind of gay. I wish we had a firework button. But like in a good way. <laughs> we do have a firework button. There you go. <laughs> oh, speak. Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Jurassic Park, I saw a bit of news come out about uh, Jurassic Park Dominion and uh-huh. the director, uh, Colin Trevorrow. He directed uh-huh. all of them, all the sequel trilogy, I guess, if you want to call them that. Um, he talked about the new dinosaur. It's called the Giga. And he said, the Giga is like the Joker. It just wants to watch the world burn. Oh, nice. So, I like that. So it, he got a Joker dinosaur in this one. <laughs> Where else are they going to go? What if it looks exactly like the Joker? Uh, that would be so dope. What if it was Heath Ledger? Like they brought him back to play the They dinosaur. found a piece of him in that amber, that old ass oh, amber. There you go. <laughs> and they, they brought him back. Brought him back, back brought him back but as a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. He has a big ass smile. Yeah. Uh, like, you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> But instead, it's all in dinosaurs. It's yeah. all... <laughs> that was a pretty good dinosaur. <laughs> I was, I believed it. I believed it too. It was coming out of my own face, and I was like, "Whoa, okay." Am I dinosaur Heath Ledger? <laughs> Jesus, what the hell are we talking about for this one hundred? Oh, well, <laughs> we're talking about Batman Year One Hundred, not year even Year One Hundred. I put one hundred episodes on the board, and I fucking read Year One Hundred. It's Year One by yeah. Frank Miller, David Mazzucchelli, and colors by Rich- Richmond Lewis. Um, we kind of want to do something special for episode yeah. 100, you know, and yeah. there's nothing more special than getting to experience Batman, yeah. becoming Batman in his first year of uh, activity and getting to see even uh, Jim Gordon slowly rise to power mm-hmm. as well, slightly and throughout this comic and kind of saying his struggles early on coming to Gotham. Yeah. So this was new to me. I don't know if either of y'all had ever read this before, but I, this was a this was a new comic for me. And yeah. uh, I love Frank Miller and David Mazzucchelli uh, when they come together. So it was just a nice, enjoyable uh, experience. Yeah, uh, we did cover the two of them. Make a they made a book uh, before, and we covered it. Mm-hmm. And they cover we was uh, the bat uh, the Daredevil Red Batman. <laughs> there you go. Uh, born the again. Red Batman. <laughs> yeah, born again. Um, it was a lot of fun. That book is awesome. Both books gorgeous fucking stellar um this book i feel like has already somehow like within the year or two that they came out apart from each other has already grown so exponentially in frank miller's writing yeah where in daredevil it felt like everything was written in a very um month to month basis where he was like having to recatch you up on all the events mm. while this one was just like 
happening. Here it is. Yeah. It's almost like they knew this was going to be a perfect uh, graphic novel one day, you know? Um, but before we get into it, uh, does anyone want to talk a little bit about their week or what they've been up to lately? Well, I literally asked you earlier and you got mad at me for asking you about your week. Well, I I can talk about my week. It's only important when you ask, huh? It's only important when it's on a fucking episode, Paul Damien. I mean, we were doing... We were doing bonus content. It would have been <laughs> for for our Patreon. Yeah, for our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, for, for our, our OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. Um, I I can go if you guys want. Go. Okay. Um, as you guys can tell, I got my nose pierced not that long ago, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of going through like a pre midlife crisis. <laughs> oh, I'm, nice. It's quarter, gonna, quarter life, right? Yeah, I'm I'm going I'm gonna be thirty in a couple of months. Um, by the time this episode comes out, the big, the big three O, it's already taken over my body. My knees don't work as good as they used to. Do you make noises every time you get up? Oh, that's yeah. You're like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm going through like a little bit of crisis. I got my nose pierced. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it down in the parking lot downstairs. Yeah, it's a new Ferrari. I got. I got a Yamaha <laughs> bike. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Uh, it's, you know, it's only about like a foot and a half long. It's kind of short. It's a little little thing. <laughs> um, but I, I ride it around. Um, I pop some wheelies for the neighborhood kids. They love it. They throw like coins and rocks at me. No wonder your bike, your <laughs> knees are all fucked. Your bike and a tiny little bike to work every day. Usually, if they run out of change to tip me with, they just throw rocks. <laughs> I, when I fall over from the sweet. from the forty quarters they throw at me, uh, I go and pick it up. It's it's a good little bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Helps you, me. How many times have you had to steal it back from them? <laughs> the quarters of the yeah. bike, both. <laughs> every time. <laughs> every time. What about you guys? Have you guys been going through any uh, pre midlife crisis? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've just been working a lot and then trying to figure everything out about, like, my wedding and shit, so. Oh, shit. I need to figure out my wedding. Yeah. We think we found a venue that's oh. a, a pretty good price. We just have to go take a look at it. Um, but for, like, essentially, like, an all-inclusive package, it's, like, less than $10,000. Hey, that's not bad. And then, you know, other than that, it's just going to be, like outfits and shit like that dude what are you gonna wear for your wedding um i'm probably gonna wear a bow tie this is very funny <laughs> and nothing else right <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> now that comes steven text me steven text Can you, you take me to work no <laughs> i cannot take you to work steven where's my son <laughs> we are busy nope <laughs> well yeah for me besides just work um my mom decided to build a like cataminium i guess is what they're called now so which is a like box outside of the house that can be our cats can get in and out of through mm-hmm. a cat door um so that they can just like have like a little yard space uh she worked very very hard on it made me do a lot of work to help is her it in the front it. or the back uh it started off in the back um and now it's kind of on the corner it's still in the backyard but on the cor- side of the house they more on the street side and the cats will want nothing to do with it <laughs> It was a lot of effort. Yeah, it's a lot of effort, and they're just terrified to be in it because we have Frankie, and she's just like you know right there on yeah. the other side, just so curious by them, and so they're just like, nope, not having it. Wow, so that's yeah. so funny. But it's it's pretty neat, you know. So it's like a little area, like fenced off with a cat door in and out of the house. Yeah, if I remember, I'll take a picture and send it to y'all so you can see what she made. It's pretty, it's pretty neat. She was inspired by I guess someone in the neighborhood who made like a very intricate one. So we made I'm it. imagining something pretty yeah. intricate because yeah. I've seen I've seen somewhere it's like covered in chicken wire and it goes up like they have it along their house and it goes wraps around yes yeah, it's it has nothing like, that area, like stuff like that yeah but it's much it's pretty modest you know she's a sixty woman in her sixties you know but I was done I'm always impressed by her ability to just come up with this shit on her own yeah. and just do shit mm-hmm. hell so. yeah dude um, she's a real well, uh, she's a real Bruce Wayne she's a real <laughs> Batman you know just. Uh, Maybe I'll ride my Yaba, Yabaha over to your place. I Did I mispronounce it before? It's a Yabaha. Yeah, your Yabaha. Oh, yeah. It's off brand. Fli- flip some kickies, you know? Yeah. Where was it made? In Mexico? It was made in Taiwan. Taiwan. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about Batman Year One. It's a fucking awesome book. It takes place between, I think, issues 404 and 
407 of the original Batman continuity. Um, and for a, <clears throat> a long time, up until New 52, this was the origin. This mm. was the new updated origin of, not origin, but like his his com, coming yeah. up. Definitely. And it kind of undoes a lot of the pre-crisis and even post-crisis stuff of like goofy ass, like, you know, Batman has to wear the blue, or he has to wear like the multicolored Batman suit. Like the Adam West kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. <clears throat> and it's also Frank Miller, who I think just a year before this did Dark Knight Returns, which is like the even grim and grittier and darker Batman. And that's what kind of re, 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 uh, restructures all of Batman. He kind of reimagined him as something that could be darker and less like goofy, less. Uh, yeah. And uh, from going on, going camp. on from there, it's just it's just all dark and gritty Batman. And it keeps getting darker and grittier. I mean, and I get why DC would have kind of been happy to do that because they had uh, Superman as like their their shining, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. character. So it's like why they didn't need a we didn't need, and even Wonder Woman, and you could argue Green Lantern. So it's like it's you could smart ar- to uh, even Flash, and even Flash. He's bright. He's lightning. You so, could oh, dude, you could argue Hawkman. No, that guy's dark. That dude, don't <laughs> don't bring up Darkman or Hawkman. That guy's got. <laughs> he should be dark called Hawk. Dark, yeah, dark Hawkman. <laughs> I know, I know. We're talking about Batman and stuff, are we? Of, but um, <laughs> did y'all hear about Ezra Miller? Oh yeah, like he's getting fired and stuff. Yeah, from his roles. I don't know if he's getting fired. They haven't announced that. Yeah, yeah. And they've kind of said it. No, no, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. They're DC it's is has very heavily implied that yeah. he's being fired from Warner Brothers. Well, Warner Brothers is in talks about figuring out what to do about Ezra Miller. They're not necessarily firing him yet. Because I think it's not until his movie comes out that they'll be like, uh, no more Ezra Miller. You know what I mean? Well, I'm, yeah, I, I know. But like, yeah, the projects he's working on, oh, he, with might, them. he might get fired as soon as they're done, basically. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it for yeah. sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, have you seen what he's been up to lately? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. So I would fire Ezra Miller. I have no idea what y'all are talking about. Oh, I saw a video where he was, like, condemning KKK or something like that. Can I play it for you guys? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Wait, are we, are we not supposed had... to be condemning KKK? Well, the way he did it was he's pretty He's had good. various, like, things going on. Like, there was one time where he choked a lady. Yeah, like in public, and his whole argument is it was that a she fan. she asked him to do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, here, let me let me play this video for you. Right now, he's sounding like my hero. Hi. Um. This is Ezra Miller, uh, aka the Bengal Ghouls, the what? Mad Goose Wizard, and um, this is a message for the Beulahville chapter of the North Carolina Ku Klux Klan. Hello, first of all, how are y'all doing? Um, Pretty good. It's me. It's me. Um, Look, if y'all want to die, I suggest just killing yourselves with your own guns. Okay? Um, Otherwise, keep doing exactly what you're doing right now, and you know what I'm talking about. And then, you know, um, we'll do it for you if that's really what you want. Okay, talk to you soon, okay? Bye. So, so he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, he's threatening <laughs> the clan. Which, like, I mean, if he were to go out and like try to attack them, I might join him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what if he? What if, if he thought he was the Flash now? Well, exactly. Like, you would. I would definitely take the Flash's side against right? what one chapter of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, the Ku Klux Klan has like fucking grand wizards and shit. I don't know. <laughs> like, you'd be facing off against dark magic. <laughs> it's the flash he can handle. It. So, what if this is all like ARG, like Cloverfield shit, where he's promoting like a dark Flash that he's gonna have to fight in the Flash movie, and he also plays Dark Flash. And all this shit and is the just... Dark, dark Flash is just going around beating up KKK members. Yeah. <laughs> and Good Flash is like, I'm the fascist man alive. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to go save those fascists. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Mazza Kelly's art throughout this book oh, is it's fucking so good. stellar. It's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Like... 
The only thing that really got me, though, was the fucking cursive. Oh, yeah. So we see narration throughout this book, some through by Bruce, Bruce and yeah. some through Gordon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bruce's is all, I guess he's supposed to be high high class, so he's writing all in cursive. It gets difficult to read sometimes. Especially yeah. jumping between the different... Uh, narration yeah yeah, for sure i felt like that's the only thing that really held me up on finishing this book was Um, just reading the cursive like it took me about an hour to read the book but if it wasn't for the cursive it would have been done in like 30 45 minutes i i can see that yeah because this is a fast-paced book Mm -hmm. and it's only four issues but every panel has like 40 text blocks yeah it is very dialogue heavy which I thought fine. it was going to be six issues because normally that's what we get. Yeah, yeah. This was so. This was in the era where they're still trying to figure out the whole trade thing, mm-hmm. where they collect certain arcs into what could be one graphic novel later down the line. Right. Okay. They're still testing the waters on that, mm-hmm. and it's surprising how four issues feels pretty definitive. But then you look at Born Again. And it was kind of like four issues, but then they had to tack on another like three issues to make sense of how that ending even happens with Nuke and everything because they introduce him in the middle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, But yeah, I mean, this book, it feels so good just being the four issues and that's it. It's amazing how much gets done in these four issues because I Mm -hmm. feel like we genuinely get a time as Bruce Wayne's still trying to figure out what he's supposed to be doing with this power. We get like some good examples of him becoming Batman initially and like the blunders of what that would be like. And then even get like kind of like a little bonus story where we get like Catwoman coming into her character type yeah. and like a whole thing with her. Yeah. So that's a, there's a whole lot that happens in just four quick little issues of this Batman. Um, but it all feels very wholesome and feels like we get, the grittiness of Gotham that is now what it's traditionally painted as, you know, it's like, this feels like what is meant to be Batman in our, you know, kind of era for sure. Do you feel like anyone that's seen the Batman can just come back and read this and kind of just plug in the movie versions of those characters into these roles? And it would feel like what happened kind of before and after, you know what I mean? Because like, yes, I think like the only thing that happens in between this year one and then the Batman is a confrontation with a Joker. You know what I mean? And um, I'm pretty sure um, in the Batman isn't Commissioner Loeb still there? No. So in the Batman, they redo all these characters pretty much, except for like the core, like four, which is Mm -hmm. Falcon, Gordon, Batman, and Selina. Because like. Even Selena's friend in The Batman is Annika, and it's not Holly. Yeah. Right. Which is kind of cool, because Holly does show up in um, Dark Knight Rises. Oh, really? The Christian Bale. Yeah, the... <clears throat> That's her, her friend in that one. <laughs> Go kill yourself. Um, <clears throat> I, have, I have, like, shit in my throat. I know. Are you okay? Yeah, You've, like, been too. dying this entire time. You want to take it's, a Slurpee? It's... Um, a slurpee? Slurpee good. I'm just going through my, you know, pre... <laughs> Midlife crisis. Yeah, it's all the it's all the sinus infection you're getting from uh, the new piercing, right? It's <laughs> from just being old. <laughs> I'm, just I'm like decaying at a faster rate. I like that. Like the past three times I've seen you, you've been like, I've got a new piercing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've been meaning to bring it up on the show and do that same joke I did with the Yabaha. The y- <laughs> I've been I've been cooking that joke for like three weeks, um, but I just I I keep forgetting. What are you doing over there? I know. To answer your question about the Batman, yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I, I kind of see how you, or this would be like the first year of that Batman. The only thing that I, you know, am interested by is that this is, feels like very much like the animated version of Batman that we see because of like the very class. He still has like the very classic like mm-hmm. tool belt of yeah. like gadgets and things like that. I mean, like you could look at this one. And just kind of retroactively think of all those shapes and mm-hmm. sounds that we saw from the movie and just repaint this one to look like that. You know what I mean? I would almost want to believe <clears throat> or want to see this painted in that way, you know, and just kind of see what it would be like to have like a, this more in a modern now style of Batman, you know, like maybe have this kind of be done. Because uh, we've seen we in the new 52, I guess we've never really gotten anything that would do this year one kind of Batman thing again. Have We, we got year zero, mm-hmm. which immediately counteracts everything in this story. In this story. And it was a mandate. 
at DC, and I remember Scott Snyder was talking about it, and he said that he loves this book, and he didn't want to have to undo what happened in this book. He had always imagined that this book was still canon mm-hmm. in the New 52. And across all the uh, titles at DC at that time, they were like, we're going to do year zero, which is this is going to take place right before the New 52. And so it was basically undoing. Is it And is it like his first year as Batman or is it like the it's, it's basically it's, him running the, yeah. that year coming into it like yeah. this kind of meant to be? Mm-hmm. It is literally year one, but it's called year zero. Yeah. And it undoes everything in this. And that's where we get the ending of the Batman, which is Riddler bombing the fucking the reservoir and it floods Gotham and everything, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which we're going to read on the on this and so that was obviously a much greater inspiration for the Batman than Year Zero yeah. versus what this would have been. I feel like, yeah, I mean, the Batman kind of pulled from both comics to kind of cobble together something that felt like it exists in between somehow, you know? Reading this, the one thing I wish it would have had more of now is Jim Gordon and maybe getting to see his struggles, you know, with the <laughs> Gotham Police Force. Because that was one thing I thought was hilarious about this book is 90% of the crime that we fight is police you know it's like pretty much the entire time the police are the bad guy in this story you don't have like the riddler or any of these grand uh villains even coming into play in these first you know few months of him being batman it's literally just gotham's police force being the shittiest people they could be and so they become the villains Mm -hmm. obviously and, and it makes a lot of sense too because like later on in the comics um when batman's more at his prime gordon kind of references the past and how they cleaned up the police force. <laughs> yeah. You know, so <clears throat> it, it makes a lot of sense for his initial villains to be the cops. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Batman comes in, he cleans up the police force. Um, and then he now has to be like the super authoritarian kind of figure in Gotham. And then that's when we get even more crazy crime. That's where he gets yeah. the Mad Hatter. And you get cri- criminals who are trying to match his crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. And instead of it all being hidden and like being like underlined and it's all the political and all the cops that are like, oh, we secretly run the drug trade. It's all up front and it's all showtime and it's all theatrics. You know what I mean? Mm. It's really interesting when you look at it that way. <laughs> and that's why even going back to our uh, Court of Owls episode, or episode, it's so interesting to me to think about that they've been around throughout all of this you know that even what we see gotham is like deteriorated into we're still meant to believe that there's like this elite group of people like i guess causing these problems to happen it's like was Loeb a court of owl member you know like he might have been like one of his one of the little baby owls mm -hmm. maybe um i don't know i don't i don't think yeah probably because they they don't care about like letting people go you know what i mean and if he were to tell he knows that the, he would just die. Oh, that's true. They can threaten him with the talent. Yeah, yeah that's a good call. I didn't even think about that. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I actually really liked this book. Yeah, this the, book's stellar. The, other than the cursive, <laughs> I enjoyed the fuck out of it. The colors by Richmond Lewis are fucking stellar. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the art feels of an age, you know, yeah. that comes with David Kelly. but that's what I like about it. It makes it feel like iconic in origin and if that it's from a time period that's like well this is obviously when batman started look how old the comic looks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i think it totally works out for it to have like the the lighter pastel colors mixed into a very like once again of age kind of a uh, comic or yeah. style drawing artist style mazzucchelli though is like a superior chameleon when it comes to the graphic art because i know just recently you read City of Glass. Mm-hmm. That was mm. David Mazzucchelli. And you can see, you might want to pull it off the shelf behind you. It's the third book underneath Bat Kid, the yellow book. Oh, so see the alien copy? Yeah, back there. Oh, I see. The third copy down. Oh, Paul, I see it now. Show it to Paul Damien. Go ahead and flip through that because that's also David Mazzucchelli. Oh, nice. And see how this is a completely different graphical style compared to what we just read out of Batman Year One. It's just crazy that this guy is... He can jump between like comic book to comic strip kind of styles so seamlessly. I love both those books so much. Yeah, Yeah, uh, Paul Astor's City of Glass. 
check it out. It's a it's a pretty crazy read. Yeah, I just read it all. I read it like a manga too, so I read it backwards. I read it while I did my laundry. You could maybe read it backwards. It's such a crazy read, honestly. <laughs> you read it like Johnny Number Five, where you just just flipped right through. Uh, I'm I'm Johnny Number Six. Oh, oh shit! shit. Yeah. You're Polly Number Six. <laughs> Polly off the Wally. This was a book I had wanted to read for a long time. Oh, okay, yeah. So you had never read this book either. No, I had never read this book. Um, I, I think I must have seen the animated movie at some point. I I don't like. Uh, I always wanted a physical copy, mm-hmm. so that's mainly why I haven't read it. Um, I mean, I could have gotten a digital copy at any point, but I don't know. I just really wanted to read it on a physical copy, you know? Yeah, this is a book that lends itself to being tangible, that you yeah. can hold. I mean, did you get everything you kind of expected from this book, or did you kind of expect more Batman? Because that's the even no, thing. I we don't get a lot of Batman I didn't expect book. very much Batman. I expected it to be what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it actually gave me even more than that. So I, I love the shit out of it, to be honest. Um, I I do feel like this is a a book that you can hand somebody before watching the Batman. Yeah, like for definitely, sure. and they would it would feel they would appreciate it way more as well. I agree. Um, Did Bowie just try to come in? I don't know. I, I don't. So. I don't see anything. I just see uh, some spirits, <laughs> some ghosts. Yeah, some geese. Um, but I love. I love the struggle that Jim Gordon goes through and it, that's like a huge part of the story and I I didn't expect that part yeah. for it to show so much of Jim Gordon. I expected it to be more centraled on Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um how did you feel about Jim Gordon the adulterer? Um with a uh, what is her what's her name? Essen. Is it detective Sarah Essen? Yeah. How did you um, feel about that aspect? Was that a surprise to you? It was a genuine surprise it, to me. Same here. Not not necessarily because I know that him and his wife have had problems in the past. They've he talked about it, you know, in to Batman. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> like yeah. in in other comics. So I mean, I can understand that. Um, but it was it was a little weird. Yeah, I, I, I think that. I think in in uh, Frank Miller's defense, they he needed something to. Have against him. Have against him. Suppress him. So he wasn't. And it's like. He's too good. And it's like, yeah, exactly. He's in, it's you know, to be an adulterer is not so much breaking the law. It's breaking faith. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's an argument. So it's like a way that a good man could still be bad. And, you know, hey, my dad being an adultering cop. I can can see where. (laughs) And a mustache. Yeah, a mustached adultering cop. I can see where it's coming from. So. (laughs) <laughs> this is a uh, Kenny Gordon over here. There you go. God damn it! Um, so I believe it that it would kind of happen, and I yeah. think it, it kind of. <laughs> <laughs> You're like now that now that I put it into perspective, <laughs> and I think it's even written organically enough that yes. they're just like in, they're two least shitty people in this police force trying to actually solve crimes and kind of bond together through mm-hmm. that, you know. So it's like through good, evil, or bad happens is yeah. you know, kind of what happens, but I. <laughs> um i was genuinely surprised by it too because in from any other iteration i've ever seen of jim gordon he's just like a perfectly good man right one thing i was confused about is that uh okay barbara is his daughter's name too right yes and is it this we'll uh, we'll get into that we'll talk about it let's take a quick break and then when we come back we'll talk about barbara no answer my questions now it's just basically they're both james and barbara name their kids jim and bar james and barbara so it's just it's just juniors that's the weirdest fucking thing i've ever heard and my you know my mom's like that linda her name is gloria her mom's name is gloria her brother's name is Willie, even though her dad's name is William. <laughs> then so why what, didn't she name you Linda? I know, that's what I was about to ask. You know, it's a crime. Or Gloria. It's a crime against us all. Leander. I wasn't named Linda. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Will we? All right, wait, where are you, what are you doing, Paul Damien? Oh, yeah, in May I'm going on a fishing trip. Deep sea? Yeah, deep sea fishing. With Ezra Miller? You Actually, guys going to find the KKK output? No, we're going to go drop outpost. off the KKK members. <laughs> Deep blue sea. You know? yeah. um, we, uh, we're, we need them for chum. Yeah. Really. Be sure to take some Dramamine. Yeah. Um, what? 
It's like a... It's dream medicine. Nausea, yeah, nausea <laughs> medicine. It's just to stop you from oh, getting okay. all sick on the boat, you know? Yeah, no. That sounds... That sounds... It, does it taste good? No, Have you had it? Yeah, I have to take yeah. it. I, I'm, it's sad. I'm becoming a very nauseous, squeamish man oh. as I get older. That's, you know, as I creep up on 30, that's what's wow. happening to me. And so, like, even on airplanes, I'm starting to get uh, a little squeamish <laughs> on the landings. So, I have to, I'm taking Dreamamine now, so... I'm a little commercial for a. It sounds like you're saying dreamy me. Dreamy. You know, I'm imagining. Is it is it a pill? Is it a liquid? It's like a tiny little. It's like a tiny little white pill. Uh, Steven said they have a patch that you could put behind your ear. I'm assuming it's that. No, that's a magnet. That's that's not. Yeah, it's so like whenever you sway, the magnet kind of pulls you back and forth. It's like whenever they have those big like blocks at the top of buildings that. Helps oh, sway okay. with the wind. You know it what I mean? Keeps you in line with the boat. That makes yeah. sense. There that literally makes no sense it, at all. It, it's weird how it, it makes sense. You got to get two. You, you put one on either side, like Frankenstein. It's like yeah. Frankenstein. That sounds. That sounds kind of rad. Now, if I'm gonna look like Frankenstein, I'll do it. Yeah, it's just a big magnet that connects to another magnet on the other side of your. <laughs> on the other side of your neck. <laughs> Have you ever been deep sea fishing before? No, I haven't. Dude, it's scary. My boss, Take some Pepto-Bismol. My boss sold like four barrels worth of copper and got like $4,000. And so fuck? he's going to take us on a fishing trip. How did he get like, so much badass. copper? Uh, we're electricians. So he just strip it from the building or what? No, it's just like it's he had excess copper or like oh. from drops. So like when we run wire, all the excess copper, we keep it and then So what you're saying is it. you strip it from the buildings. <laughs> <laughs> it's my boss's copy. <laughs> We're not stealing it, right? That's what you're implying. I'm I'm no copper, all right. You know, I'm not gonna come at you. I'm not, I'm not copper Gordon over here. Um, Do you think Jim Gordon would get mad at me? No, if he'd, he thought he'd if he ask, found out I was stealing copper. No, he'd. Ask I mean, I'm to not. Go I'm aboard just the board. If, if I did, if you were, <laughs> you're not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm Don't not. say that you are. Yeah, because you're not aluminum either. Yeah, no. Yeah. You, you know who you don't want coming after you, though, is Brendan. <laughs> the is weirdest it, yeah. name Brendan? antagonist. I thought it was Brandon. It is. I think it's Brandon. Brandon. Who knows but why? Is that his <laughs> yeah. last name? I think it's his last name. Yeah. It's just so weird. It just sound, felt what, so what silly. What the fuck could be his first name if his Cliff. last name is Brandon? Cliff Brandon. <laughs> okay, well, they never they never say that. They never say a, like, it. like sergeant or anything. Yeah. They just call him Brendan or yeah. Brandon. You know, yeah. They're like, where's Brandon? Yeah. He's the guy who with the SWAT team. Even Selena Kyle knows who Brandon is. <laughs> it's like, the guy with the SWAT team. Exactly. <laughs> he's Brandon the SWAT team, guys. He's, he's the SWAT daddy. He gave birth to all the SWAT guys. <laughs> They're only, all his. Only he his can children. control them. Yeah, that was a joke I was going to make in the Predator episode that Dutch was the father of all this. <laughs> <laughs> of all his crew. Yeah, honestly, the way he treated him. Right? I know. <laughs> but yeah, Brandon. He's he's known for <laughs> fucking shit up. Fucking Brandon, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he goes. Uh, he they stopped a riot or something like that, and he knocked over the 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 statues in the park or whatever. Yeah. And even Selena Kyle, she makes a joke saying, um, oh, Brandon probably saw someone jaywalking. And then him and his crew, at one point they're shooting at Batman mm-hmm. and they're just firing their guns Willy and nilly. like yeah. shooting out windows basically. And yep. people are getting shot. Like other cops are getting shot. I know that part. And they're just like, go Brandon. <laughs> Get <laughs> Batman. <laughs> That makes me want Brandon to be like the male version of Karen. You know, just these fucking Brandons out here just acting like a bunch of assholes. Unfortunately, you know? it's Kevin. No, I don't is know. Is it Kevin? Really? Yeah, that's what I hear people say. It is supposedly Kevin, but I think it should be Brandon. So I mean, Brandon. To the Brandons out yeah. there. It's but. just Kevin, Karen. They sound similar. Yeah, I mean, but will, will a Kevin marry a Karen? <laughs> No, but Karens and Kevins don't normally get married. That's yeah. a good call. They're the demanding members of their mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah, but right? a, a Brandon will marry fucking anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a Brandon, if you're a, a Brandon, will fuck anything that walks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you're right. <laughs> Just going around Brandon anything they can. You know, if there's any listeners named Brandon, I salute you. Yeah. <laughs> this is us saluting you. Obama. <laughs> I just pressed a random. <laughs> Thank you, former yeah, president. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah. Um, Silly as fuck, because Flass is yeah. our other main like right. antagonist. Cop. I wonder it's if like, these are cops that Frank Miller knew or yeah. something. I bet he's just giggling while he's writing these names down. <laughs> yeah. Flass. Hey, I'm going to write Brandon, but with an E. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it is weird. I don't think I have headphones anymore. My headphones oh, kind of cut out. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Me... SpaghettiOs. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? I can still hear you guys, but it's, it's not as quiet. clear as it was. You can you hear me now? No. What about now? I don't think it matters. Because I can still hear you guys. Can, can I? You? Can I hear this? Yeah, I can still hear that. Okay. I like how you asked that question. Can I hear this? <laughs> <laughs> like we have any control over yeah. it. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, Harvey Dent's even in this book, which I yes. love a pre- young, I love- Young Harvey Dent. I love Harvey Dent all the way down. I said debt. Harvey Dent. He's in debt eventually. Lawyer's um, cool. He, he, or, he, he needs to pay up all those quarters he's stealing. Um, I love a Harvey Dent. All the way through. I love a, mm-hmm. a pre-Two-Face Harvey Dent. I love a post-accident Harvey Dent. Every time I see pre-accident Harvey Dent and pre-Two-Face, mm-hmm. I always just go into denial that it's going to happen to him. I'm like, oh, this is our, <laughs> no, this just one of our good boys. Too. I'm like, nothing ever bad's going to happen to him. He's like, always going to be here to fight our fights. You know? This is a different universe. Not this time, <laughs> yeah. Harvey Dent. <laughs> <laughs> this one's safe. You will catch him this time. Yep. Falcone's going down. So he's not quite the DA yet, right? No, he's an assistant. That's mm-hmm. right. right. Okay. And, they, and they make a point of saying that um, somebody's keeping him as right. an assistant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Roman, Falcone. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's that makes sense. Um, this is, this I love all this shit. It's because it's all pre-costumes for the villains. It's all gangster shit. It's all under-the-table shit. I love this shit. This is my favorite kind of Batman. And it does have its like goofy moments, like Jim Gordon like lifting the bar in yeah. Harvey Dent's office and be like lift some weights huh and it's like you know, there's some times that come off a little quirky especially you know like I did also watch the animated movie all the way through yeah I didn't quite make it. it you can see um, where I stopped off it's still on the computer over there and, I yeah. forgot about it and the one thing I was just going to note on is that there's definitely some times that in the comic that like come off like oh that's just very comic booky they come off very silly almost like perfectly like, translated what? onto screen where it's just like him being like Hey, you lift some weights, huh? You know, yeah. just, I don't know. It's just like, why would you do that? Like, that's <laughs> such an awkward thing to do mid-conversation, Jim. Like, what's up, buddy? It's because he's trying to figure out if he's Batman or well, not. I mean, I understand why, but it's like, to see it on a comic book panel is like, oh, that's just how comic book used to have to be written or to, like, to see it, like, happening actually physically live and there not be any, like, pacing between it. It was like, well, that was kind of goofy, you know? <laughs> Yeah. No, I I can understand that because they could have they could have changed little subtleties mm-hmm. to make the adaptation a little better. Exactly, you know what I mean. Yeah. Just some timing, but uh, yeah. So I know. I mean, it was uh, it, it's pretty much verbatim, you know. Uh, okay, the comic book. Yeah. You know? So it's like if you've read the comic or even seen the the animated animated, you've kind of experienced the story. I love pretty how well. many um clown posters are in the background of. Like, <laughs> I know, like it it. Obviously, they're showing his room several times throughout the comic, but the fact that the clown poster's there is just like uh, uh, foreshadowing. Yeah. You know? It's foreshadowing not only- To Batman's future. Yeah. Yeah. It's foreshadowing his future, but it's also foreshadowing how clownish or laughable the police force is at at this point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of like little symbolic pieces in this book like that, and that's that's probably my favorite. (laughs) I know, yeah. Mazzucchelli and and Frank Miller just- Really fucking knock it out of the park on this one. Um, do you, Kenny, now, now that you've absorbed both mediums, do you think that people that want to experience this story should read the comic book? Or do you think it's more of like, you can, if you're not interested in reading the comic book, you can obviously watch the movie. What, what would you kind of recommend? I mean, I think that's pretty much on it. But what I would say is that the comic book feels more set in the time that you would want to be reading like an origin story for batman right. it gives that once again of of an era kind of feel that goes along with the experience that you're seeing and the like even the suit that batman is in you know so yeah. it even makes sense to see like our more modern modern batmans and be like oh this is just their initial like cloth suit before they found like armor that they could put on instead yeah. of it you know um but it being a, the perfect translation, if you want to be able to get this out of the way and act more casual hour, the animated movie pretty much on mm. the nose gives you the whole experience. Yeah, uh, for sure. Because I, I won't lie, I timed myself reading it this time. Mm-hmm. It took me an hour and 47 minutes. Um, the movie, just an hour. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it gives you all the same information. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the same information. There's nothing that the comic book gets done that the movie doesn't get done. So, And, and arguably, the comic book is longer because of the cursive, the cursive. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, like, so 
Um, I would recommend watching the movie. I haven't right. seen it, but I would probably, if it's exactly the same, I would say watch the movie versus read the comic, especially if you have issues um, reading cursive. The voice actor that played Bruce Wayne, do you know if that he's, he's is he normally Bruce no, Wayne or Batman? he's not Bruce Wayne. Okay. Typically. Um, it's because, typically Kevin Conroy. Because, yeah, I loved Brian Cranston as Jim Gordon. That was a wonderful... Uh, that was a wonderful surprise to just dive in and be like, oh, hey, look, Walter White. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Is that better? <clears throat> it is better. I plugged and, in a new set of headphones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny because, like, the way Jim Gordon's usually drawn, I could totally see him. Dude, he works so well. But I, I was not crazy about the... The Bruce Wayne voice actor. Yeah, I think that was the main off-putting for me too. I think that's the main criticism this movie gets a lot is the is the actor for Bruce Wayne. It's like maybe they would try to go with like a younger voice because he's like meant to be in his twenties or something. Yeah, he's trying to put on (gasps) a younger voice. Sorry, I'm like unplugging the headphones and shit. Let me look up who it was because it might be someone of note. I don't know who it is. Yeah, sorry, guy. Not trying to like. tell you i hated you i just uh, didn't love it you know it's okay he won't hear this oh it's ben mckenzie oh he's definitely gonna fucking hear it Who, i know I, ben i think plays jim gordon in ben mcken gotham yeah <laughs> so the voice of batman in, oh it's the oh, guy really? who plays jim gordon in gotham yeah is the guy who That's plays jim cool. gordon oh okay well you found your better batman role later on <laughs> right have you guys seen Gotham? Yeah, I've seen I've the first seen, couple seasons. Exactly. I've seen the first two seasons. Yeah. That's pretty good. I haven't seen a minute fine. of it. I, that's a lie. I saw maybe 10 minutes of it one time at Rockies. Um, do you think that's something that I should watch? Nah. 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 It's all right. It doesn't do, to me personally, it doesn't do justice to the characters. Okay. Um, and like it, it's another thing that like kind of deletes Batman Year One. Well, definitely because it it gives a lot of the uh, villains Just, like origin stories when he's still like a small child, yeah. you know. So he's like thirteen years old. It's like a definitely a repainting of Gotham, and which I mean, I in a sense don't mind because I like the idea of these villains being able to come into themselves without Batman being like mm-hmm. the catalyst for all of them. Cause that was another thing with the court of owls I enjoyed was that this was finally a villain he could have that wasn't just like a result of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, beyond that, it's just like, you know, what are you going to do when Batman's only 12? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you it, know what? Yeah. Go who, who was really good in that, um, show though? Uh, the guy who played fucking the penguin in the movie and not in the movie. Sorry. In the in the, the show, he played Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah. yeah, he he did really good. Let me try to look him up real quick. This is the guy from Acceptance. He is he it? sets stuff on fire, right? I think so. With his mind, that's his whole thing. He's like trying to explode I, something I, with his mind. I think that might be him. I think it's the same guy. I'm pretty sure. See. Maybe yeah, <clears throat> probably the same guy. You I know. think we've had this conversation on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, probably um, during the Batman episode. I think so. One of the Batman episodes for sure. Um, so one thing I was getting at that I didn't get to even get to was, uh, is Jim, little Jim Gordon relevant? Because obviously he, Barbara Gordon is for sure. relevant. Yeah, yeah it's um, Jim Gordon shows up in New 52 a lot. He is, well, we'll read it. We'll get there. I, I want to read some of that stuff eventually on this podcast. But he's not a hero of any kind. He's not a hero. Okay. <laughs> what? He's a zero. James Gordon. Oh. Yeah, little, little James. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, of course, Barbara grows up to be Batwoman. Um, mm-hmm. And this book, if you want to say it's canon to the Bruce Tim universe, uh-huh. sucks even more. Because mm-hmm. that means Bruce is 26 when... James is born. Barbara's not even born yet. And in Bruce Timm's like animated universe, one of the latest movies that came out has them have a relationship. There's, I think, a sex scene. Oh, no. Hey, and they show Batman's dick, right? They, no. <laughs> time, is, time is just a number, bro. Oh, God. But I it, do remember. I remember that when that yeah. happened, when that sex scene happened, mm. and then everyone was just like, what? You yeah. Know? And it's like, yeah. You do you, Batman. You, know? you do you, Bruce Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Tim really wanted that to happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, if if that's the case, if you want to count this into the Bruce Tim animated universe, I would rather not. And I would say that Barbara was born. I don't know, four years after Bruce or something. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would you say is prime Batman? Prime Batman. 
Yeah. Like, what is the best universe of Batman? Or what do you think is like, currently... His age-wise. Oh. So if you have all four male Robins, if you have Damien <laughs> fucking... Because there's female Robins. Yeah. yeah. If you have all the way from Dick to Damien... Um, <laughs> from Dick to Damien. <laughs> I would like him to be 40. Right. About to be, if not 40. Which is crazy thing. That's when he's in his prime. You know, you think it'd be like twenty six or something. So I'd want to imagine he's created some sort of like supplements to keep him going the right way. You know, I don't what know. I mean? There's a lot of like UFC fighters that are like forty. I mean, but not like a lot, but yeah. I mean, you but imagine I mean? doing a UFC fight every night. Batman could do it. That's for what fourteen I'm saying. years. Yeah, for four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, never mind. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's my idea. What about you? What do you think? I would say about the same. Yeah. I would say around 40, maybe and, maybe 41. At the and most. DC doesn't want you to think that. Yeah. They want you to think 30, when which is crazy to me. I'm th- I'm going to be 30 in a couple of years. My knees, I already got getting replaced. Well, like. Because of the Yabaha. <laughs> it keeps changing. Because like, how old was he in, in this? 26. 26. 26. 25. 25. So like other iterations, he started at like 22. I think in the Batman, he was like 23 yeah or 24 and that so was I mean, supposed to be like his second year exactly so he started when he was 21 exactly you know so i would say if if he was 21 when he started prime batman would be like 35 yeah i think dc wants you to think somewhere between 30 and 35 for yeah. sure i think they want you to think 28 to 35 yeah which, which is I don't, bonkers to me i don't think that's enough time for, for batman for, to be Batman, the yeah. Batman that we all know, you know what and I mean? And for four Robins to be under his tutelage. Because yeah. that means they would be overlapping Robins. Mm. I think if you asked uh, Bruce Wayne, he was never in his prime. He never <laughs> even got there. He's still working He's on still it. He's still working on it every day. Yeah. <laughs> Nightwing is his prime. <laughs> I mean, out of those four Robins, like half of them are dead. <laughs> two I of them are assholes. <laughs> yeah, two of them are assholes. <laughs> One, of, I guess one of them did come back to life, but now he's a crazy fucker. Yeah, yeah. he's one yeah. of the assholes. Yeah, he's one of the assholes. <laughs> so one of them's dead and back alive and an asshole. And he's yeah. just the one. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest failure. Yeah. Dick Grayson is kind of just has daddy issues. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So but he Dick, carried those but, over from his daddy. But already, Dick is though. best boy, and yeah. even like, even like a fucking Batwoman at some point can't fucking stand Batman. Well, Batwoman yeah. for sure. Are, do you mean Batgirl? Batgirl, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, Batgirl gets swayed. Well, I mean, she sees it a lot too, but she and Dick have a good relationship. And mm-hmm. and Dick's always like... Well, they dated, didn't they? Oh, dude, they should get married. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, Dick has fucked everything that has legs yeah, in the DC exactly. universe. So. <laughs> his I mean, name's fuck Dick. <laughs> I know, his <laughs> name is Dick. He's fucking Nightwing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, no, but Tim... Tim Drake. Tim Drake is supposed to be the best Robin to Batman. And that's the one that that's Batman, Red Robin, right? Yeah. And that's the one that Batman does not give a fuck what he's doing. Or <laughs> he's what like, he's what's your name to? again? He's the one who, whose name he never remembers. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Jason. I mean, <laughs> I thought Damien, Drake, I mean, <laughs> doesn't Tim Drake die? No. No? No. Tim no. Drake's still alive. If he's ever died, it's been an alternate <laughs> universe or at the end of Flashpoint or something yeah. where they just reboot it and he's back in New 52 but that's or something. What, but that's Batman's impression. He's like, wait, didn't you die? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I've, I've moved on to Damien. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, who's a, you're still living here? How many rooms do I have in this in this mansion? <laughs> He's Dick. like, when did you come in? The 90s? That's why. All right, never mind. Damien's like, dad, dad, Tim's here. And he's like, oh, fuck. All right, just tell him I'm not home here. <laughs> tell him I'm at the Justice League satellite. <laughs> Uh, Damien's the real fucker. That one, fucking idiot, pure fucking idiot. I mean, Jason Todd was a knucklehead too. Oh yeah. I mean, that's how he fucking got killed. He thought he could take on the Joker by himself. Yeah. The Joker beats him. Doesn't even kill him. Beats beats him half to death with a crowbar. Yeah, and then leaves a bomb under his chair, and then leaves the warehouse, and that's how he dies. Yeah. Well, Batman was like, "Fucking save him or catch me." I mean, Joker told that yeah, to Batman, exactly. you know. And he doesn't do either. <laughs> <laughs> True. I think it's um, <clears throat> Ra's al Ghul that actually brings I think Jason it's, back, right? I think it's one of his t- 
disciples. I think it's Lady Shiva. I don't know. I don't know. But somebody finds him and puts him in a Lazarus pit. Yes, for sure. Yeah. It, and it is Ra's al Ghul's mm. Lazarus pit. I didn't know that they made the bat sonar so early I know, into right? his career. Do you think that that's a real scientific thing that can be implemented? Yes. Yeah. So it would attract bats. Not from yeah. such a distance would yes, be I don't my know biggest about argument. Yeah. From a distance. But then again, there are really low frequencies that can be transmitted heard, further. Transmitted miles upon miles. Like elephants do it. They flap their ears. And some sound waves are blocked by trees, but they make other low frequency sound waves that travel through trees and stuff like that. So they travel, travel through solid material to oh. call elephants from fucking 20 miles away. Well, damn. So it's like they're, the elephants are using the trees as their radio towers. Basically. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but like, so I, I can imagine that if fucking elephants can do it. Yeah. You never know. I wonder if the elephant man had that power. <laughs> Batman what, if, what if that's why he was the elephant man because yeah. he caused all the elephants and yeah that's fucked up I, i'm for sure cutting that that was that was just for you guys you just bleep it yeah, yeah, just, yeah bleep I'll it. just bleep it up to that point that way everybody's like oh fuck what did he tell us <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah see this is just another one of those things that was pretty cool in the comic to read it it was like oh this is badass you know? <laughs> and but then to see it happen in the animated movie was so goofy because at least in here it explains that like they were chasing the bats and that's what tricked them off the pier where it just kind of happens in yeah. the animated movie you just see them just drive off a pier all <laughs> and of a just like what the fuck, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean if your windshield's covered in bats you'd hit the brakes yeah. you wouldn't keep driving until you drive off a pier <laughs> but right? the, it's like the bats it's like perfectly knew where to be to protect him too it's like they, the helicopter almost gets an opportunity to shoot him on the helicopter or hit, hit, shoot him on the motorcycle and then they just fucking just take over it all of a sudden. It's what like, would have oh. been cool, but there wouldn't have been real estate for David Mazzucchelli to draw it, mm -hmm. is if Batman had one of those like little tracker darts or something that would set off the sonar yeah. so he could shoot the fucking helicopter and the two cop cars so bat bats would flood those. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. That would have been actually really ingenious. Instead yeah. of leaning into it being like a prototype tech, being like, I just finally mastered this tech. It's yeah. time to finally put it into use. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if he needs a dart and he doesn't know which dart it is and so he uses a sonar Next dart. Next six bats on someone. <laughs> um, I didn't realize, but right here when they're getting vaccinated and stuff, uh -huh. that's Selena, Kyle, and Holly yeah, it is. being vaccinated. Because <laughs> they were in their fucking group when yeah. the bats attacked. Such a, a silly little joke that I got made both ways where it's just never have so many had so much trouble sitting down because <laughs> they had to get shots at their butts. <laughs> it's surprising how much of this book is this whole set piece mm -hmm, where Batman right. goes into the condemned building to escape being shot in the leg by Gordon, I believe. It's two right? issues. It's it, it at takes, least an issue and a half in the middle a, of the book. The ending of one issue and then most of the next issue. And yeah, it's it's amazing how much of this book is that set piece. It's pretty cool, but it's also like that was kind of like Batman's testing ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, where he really kind of learns how to think on his feet and use up all his tools and his fucking And even lose them and have yeah, to survive definitely. without them. Yeah. And I really love what they do with Selena Kyle throughout this book and how they show her, like, I guess, needing the attention, mm -hmm. you know, of people knowing who she is. Yeah. As, not even who she is, but like, she Catwoman. needs to leave her trace. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, I don't know. There's so many little stories in this book that just really, they, they really get it for me. You know, this, this shows a better way of portraying selena and she's she's barely in the book mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it shows a better way of her learning to come to terms to be catwoman than the batman did i agree where the Definitely. batman kind of just had her be at some points an antagonist yeah. almost instead of being like oh well i'm only acting this way because i'm about to be catwoman you know what i mean <laughs> The Batman, it was all about vengeance, yeah. dare I say, um, you know? and yeah. where this was about like, we're going to change our situation and come up better in this world than what we're doing right now, you know, and that's what, exactly what I've always seen for Selena Kyle as a, like a manipulator, someone who's like wanting to be, have more, get more all yeah. the time, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think my, I, I prefer the, um, 
getting, getting pushed out the window and eaten by cats until you come back. <laughs> oh to life, yeah, you know? that's true. <laughs> by fucking Max Shrek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking, I'm I'm a zombie cat lady now. No one did it better than Burton. We're not yeah. arguing that here. You know, we're just saying now. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's the Burton cops. They're on their way. <laughs> Um, Who said they did it better? Than <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean this book's fucking awesome. I I love it, tip to toe. Um, it's crazy how often you see Gordon just kind of thinking about shooting himself in the head, yeah. <laughs> or having having an affair. That was, the, yeah. I mean, that really was the the biggest surprise from this book. That I think was maybe the thing that kept it going for me. Definitely was the whole Jim Gordon part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, getting to see his rise because Definitely. I feel like I know Batman's story. I kind of know how Batman's going to go, but to see the struggles that Jim Gordon went through from this stories aspect is just like you know and then once again the fact that the police are basically the primary villains throughout this entire story um just shows that in a way he kind of had it harder than batman did in this first year you know, he was like thrown right into the hornet's nest where bruce kind of got to like fuck with it from the outside and kind of yeah. dive in just whenever he was ready to face you know well yeah he's right out in the open you know the entire time do you think instead of baldano writing a riddler year one they should have done Jeffrey Wright writing a Gordon year one or like year zero when we get to see him pre uh, Gotham like because when he's in Chicago yeah because that's the one thing like we get all the stuff where it's like he can beat the shit out of a green beret that's twice his size but we don't really understand why he can beat the shit out of yeah. a green beret that's twice his size we just get his word for it and then get to see it in action so it would be cool to see I think that's a story I'd rather see than like what did we, was it like uh, Pennywise or whatever the Alfred story oh, right. uh, that came out was I think I'd rather Pennywise. see yeah. <laughs> Penny's worth Pennyworth uh, yeah exactly the evil clown yeah uh, <laughs> clown Penny's worth you're an alcoholic um, I think I'd rather see Gordon's story pre Gotham <laughs> I agree yeah that would be really cool do you think before um, Bruce Wayne shows up back in Gotham he was training with Ray Shogul yes. I have to believe that's where he was for those 12 years, right? Just or like, actually, 12, maybe he, more like six. He was, well, it said. He was gone for 12. He was, gone for he 12. was with oh. Raz for maybe but, six-ish. Yeah, I, I think he was trav- literally traveling the world, learning all the different fighting styles. Do you, Would you rather he be brought up by Ra's al Ghul or by like a, an Alfred that knows like all kinds of shit? Well, which, I mean. Which would you rather? I'm pretty sure. I'd rather have it both, you know, like as a child growing up, Alfred taught him everything he could until he was maybe like 18, 19 years old, Mm. maybe even 20. And then that's when he decides to take a like a six or seven year trip. Sabbatical. Yeah. And then he, I would say, probably spends half that time with Ra's al Ghul and the rest of the time learning other fighting styles around the world. I think that would probably be ideal Mm -hmm. as well. She's like you, a little mix of everything. Yeah. Mm. Do you think that's what Andy Serkis's Alfred is like, where he was pre or he was previously military and stuff like that? Yeah. I think that's any Pennywise. You know, mm-hmm. they're all yeah, be all pre- the Pennywise. Uh, they're all going to have that <laughs> that that military training. You yeah. Know, to basically be that, because that that I feel like that's the only way they would ever understand what Bruce is trying to do as Batman. It's like if they, any Butler who didn't have like military background be like. Master, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it would take that background to be like, oh yeah, no, bro, go out into the night and kick bad people's ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Um, that was this is Batman Year One. It was episode one hundred, bro. Yeah, here we are, one hundred. Can you believe it? So I have some bad news to break to you guys. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah, we're breaking up. Yep. <sighs> so this is an episode one hundred. This is episode 101. Oh, no. <laughs> really? So Predator was our episode 100. Dang it. We'll just delete it. <laughs> we'll just delete yeah. it. Why would, you, why would you go this whole time? You knew it this whole time. I knew it from this morning. <laughs> why would you go this whole time and not tell us anything? Because I wanted us to kind of like feel like, hey, this is it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, here we go. Episode 101. Here we go. Like the Dalmatians. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. See, we could have made so many more jokes. You think so? Go ahead. Pop off a 101 joke real quick. All right. um, 101 episodes. Oh. Oh. Wrong flag! (laughs) (laughs) 
I got there. That's the wrong one. I got there. Slurping good. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this is 101. Well, here we are. That's I was, a, I was okay. literally about to say 101 on accident. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, then, and then you broke the news. Who's, who's counting? Not I, us. I did this morning. Oh, my God. Well, we didn't before, and I'm sure none of y'all did either. So. Well, you know what? <laughs> Since we technically didn't celebrate the 100th episode, we can celebrate my 100th episode whenever that is. All right. Well, let if us you know. If you want to do the math. Yeah. If you okay. want to figure it out. Have fun. You get one plus. <laughs> plus uh, uh, follow plus us on Instagram. Yeah. That's going to be in the show notes uh, below. Um, yeah, rate and review three. us on wherever you get uh, podcasts. Be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Wherever. And thank you for being here for our year one. Yeah. Yeah, It's been such a... Uh, Holy shit. It's been such an exciting ride to kind of, you know... It has been our year one. You know, we've changed a lot. We've added, you know, some dead weight, you know, but uh, we kept it around. That's rude. Don't talk about Eric like that. I know. Well... (laughs) Eric's a really nice person, okay? I know. He is. I'm Um, sure he'll be back. I would love to know... How much we have actually grown in this year? Uh, all I all I know is my knees are broken. Yeah, we'll we measure have ourselves a, after we're done. We have at least two new listeners. <laughs> I bet. I bet. At least. At the very least. Yeah. And it's you and your mom. <laughs> <laughs> actually, my mom doesn't listen. To oh, no. She said you guys suck. <laughs> Just kidding. I appreciate y'all uh, putting us on while you do anything else and yeah. hardly pay attention. You know, that's a... Uh, that's that's the best. That's why we do it. And I, just remember that I'm important too. That's it. So do you guys want to join? Quiet! Sorry. Do you guys want to join Ezra's uh, militant occupation to? I already did. I'm on his, the KKK. I'm on his email list. <laughs> on his newsletter. Yeah, I'm on his newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Paul? Damon? you want to join up with Ez? Uh, it's called Ezra's not going to take it. <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't think so. I don't really like the guy. He's he's a little so, quirky. He's a little too quirky for me. So in Hawaii, he got a restraining order. It's from Hawaii. A, yeah, it is Hawaii. He got a restraining order from a couple who he had barged into their hotel room. Oh, and threatened to kill them. He threatened no, not to kill. Maybe he kill them. I, I don't remember. I remember this, yeah. but it was because they were singing a song he didn't like at karaoke that night. You see what I mean? <laughs> just a little too quirky for me. He's just a little too Fame quirky. does that to people, you know. I think I'm joking, but I really think that's what it is. <laughs> no, you you I'm make not. it you make it onto a big screen once and you're like I can do whatever the fuck I want to these fucking peasants, you know? Like I mean, he he wasn't arrested. Exactly. So. <laughs> it's crazy that he uh, Johnny Depp got fired from the Gringle Gorf movies, and Ezra Miller's been in all three of them. Well, you just yeah. don't harass people you know. You know that's the difference. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp didn't. I said Johnny Depp twice. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Wait, yeah, that's the right person. <laughs> John Depp. He didn't. I I feel like it wasn't even his fault that he got fucking kicked off the movies. Yeah, it was. His ex wife lied about him beating her. Is all the shit in his bed. Yeah, exactly. Fired off the movies. Well, like he didn't even fuck with anybody. You know what I mean? I mean, you you shit in the bed you sleep in. You know what I mean? Did you guys see the mirror that he wrote on? He no. he he cut his hand on like a piece of mirror or oh, glass or something. <laughs> so he wrote in blood on the mirror so Amber Heard could see it. And it's like that's the that's the kind of talent you want on a Gringlegorf movie. I think so too. Yeah, that's honestly. commitment. That's like blood magic. Yeah. That's like real Harry Potter we shit. We need to we need to redo the shining and let him be <laughs> but he'll be the the wife. He won't be, you know. That's Amber why Amber Heard can be Jack Nicholson. That's why <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think they tried that. <laughs> exactly. That's why Ezra Miller thinks he can take on the wizards at the KKK is because he's in the Gringledorf <laughs> movies and he has a wand from Oh, Saturday. right. He's <laughs> like, I'm the Flash and a wizard. Yeah, I'm the you... fastest wizard alive. He's <laughs> like, you don't I'm want this magic. Wizard alive. <laughs> fastest wizard. Okay, thank you oh, guys shit. for listening. Um, have fun. Have fun. Come back for the next one. Yeah, well, I yeah. guess I guess uh, we'll let you know what that's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, and oh yeah, yeah, we have no idea what we're doing next week. Yeah, we're probably uh, Full Metal Alchemist. It'll probably it'll most likely be launching. Uh, what is it? May manga mayhem. Yeah. Manga mayhem yeah. for the month of May. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how many weeks we can go <laughs> through with that. <laughs> um, so Full Metal Alchemist. 
uh, next week. Tell us, Phil. Boys and girls, it's time to talk about Full Metal Jacket next week. This is one of my absolute favorite movies. I just love all the guns and funny army mans. So come back next week for that, please. All right. Thank you so much. You know he mispronounced that. I know. Yeah. He's a drunk. <laughs> we can't stop him. We just we just get him on because he's cheap. Anyway, yeah. but uh, thank you all so much. You're an alcoholic. Let us, let us get into this month of manga, and may we see you all there or see you on another time. Damn. I didn't get it. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Leave. <laughs>